Hello. Welcome to Tales of a Latin Mommy, the ultimate guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. The podcast that inspires you to change your relationship with money and motivates you to rebuild your financial foundation. I'm your host, Melanie Arce. Well, good mommy. Welcome back to another episode of Tales of a Latin Mommy. Today, I'm just so excited because I get the chance to share with you a close friend who I've known through Facebook. He's actually kind of introduced me to investing and he's teaching me so much about money. Uh, I know that I can't wait to tune into his podcast when they're going live. And he's just doing so much to teach me about money. The person who I'm talking to today is Scott Carson. Hey, Scott. What is going on? How are you doing today? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Right. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I completely forgot. I was wearing all green earlier, but with my green screen behind me, I would have just been a floating head. And that would have been a different kind of a little bit different interesting if you're watching this anyway. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you could join me. I know that, I mean, you're so busy and, you know, you're you're out there, you're, you're living my dream as like a busy podcaster and you're out there teaching. For people who don't know Scott, I just want to share a little bit with you. Scott Carson is a highly sought after guest and host of the popular podcast, The Note Closers Show. An active entrepreneur, he's an expert in real estate investing, marketing, and podcasting. He speaks regularly at different events and industry conventions focused on real estate, marketing, and podcasting. He also helps thousands of investors and entrepreneurs each year create wealth through his debt buying classes, podcasts, and coaching. Welcome again, Scott. Wow. <laughs> How's your week been? You had a good week? It's great. You know, things have um, slowed down for me a bit, thank God so that I could do this sort of thing and I could do my marketing classes and what have you. But I've been dying to talk to you. I know that we booked this sucker a while ago and you know I've just been so interested in what you have to say on investing because I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it's really overwhelming. Right. I, you know, there's all kinds of things trending out there. And then I heard about, you know, your business, you know, with closing notes and, to me, honestly, I, you and I have spoken about this in the past, um, how, you know, the only real investment to me that seems safe is real estate. But I know you have a lot to say on investing. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk, man. Well, I think the biggest thing is, it's the conversation we had before. There's so many different niches and some niches are better in specific areas of the country. Some are better for what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? With foreclosures or increased stuff. So you really... You know, for your listeners out there, here's a couple myths that are fake. I'll just tell you right now. You don't need to have your own money to invest. That's the number one myth. People oh. people think you got to have your own money and savings account. Well, that's helpful. There's trillions and trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines from investors or there are other people making zero or negative now with inflation being so expensive that are, are glad and are looking for investors to bring deals to the table that they can fund and get a, a decent return on investment or split of profits. You just got to know how to find those people. 
and right you know literally there's everywhere and you're um what part of california you got you live in here near san, san diego san diego okay right now i know that there are over twenty thousand, twenty thousand people in san diego that have an individual retirement account with over $150,000 in it looking for people to invest with. All right. What? Yep. Uh, now the question is, how do you find those? And how do you find those people, right? Or how do you find the right niche that works for you? And the two, right. this is kind of a twofold answer there. First and foremost, if you're brand new to investing, you're not, you don't have a family investor or a family helping you out or history and that. You got to get educated. So yeah, obviously YouTube's a great place. Podcasting is a great place to kind of start getting the feel for what you're doing or what you're thinking about doing. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of people that talk about, oh, I want to have you know this uh, avenue or this niche. So I have another tool in my tool belt. Forget that. Forget the tool belt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you're going to be, if you if you believe that, you're going to be constantly learning, learning, learning and never pulling the trigger to to make a deal happen. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. So like, I, so let's, let's, it's like being a doctor, a doctor does not go to school to learn how to be, uh, you know, to deal with toes or to kids or deal with assholes, you know, or, or nose. <laughs> they specialize. Can we agree to that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't want your ear doctor looking at your hoo-hoo, you know what I mean? Cause they're not specializing <laughs> in that. Okay. But, right. but that's the same thing with investors. A lot of investors are like, Oh, I got to learn all these. I need to go to this next workshop or go to this next training. And yes, you need somewhat of a, a foundation to learn, but you don't need to be going to everything because it's a waste of money. And you, if you never pull the trigger or start marketing for deals, the script, but the best way to really get your feet wet is almost every major city, even mid-sized cities have real estate investing clubs that you can go to and attend. And they usually will meet once a week, once a month. They'll have a topic that they discuss. They may have some special interest groups that people meet during lunch or breakfast or afternoons or evenings, you know, a couple of times a month. And those are great places to first go get your feet wet because that's really everybody starts off brand new and learning. And so right. it's a great place to go. To, and you can go to meetup.com. You can just type in real estate investment club of San Diego, real estate investment clubs of LA or Tampa. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, real estate investing clubs. You can go to reiclub.com and look for groups uh, on there. Yeah. There's usually cost, you know, 15, 20 bucks a meeting that pays for the meeting space and, and other stuff, but it's, it's worth going to because you'll start seeing experts and you'll start rubbing elbows with people that are also investors in your local area. Okay. Mm, yeah. And usually they'll bring in like a, a, a subject matter expert and it may be a free event. There may be a guy like myself that comes in and speaks for an hour, then offers up a class or maybe a free workshop or something. Okay. But go, you know, one of the best things I tell people to do and tell our students is like, listen, go network at least one night a week. Get out because if you don't like where you're currently at in your job or your situation, you still have the right to change your story. And I don't care mm -hmm. what what age you are, what sex, what race, whatever. We still live in the greatest country when it comes to being able to educate and go do some things, right? Right. So for if you're looking to get started, then look you know, look out like in your neck of the woods. There's a great real estate investment clubs that meets at the the Del Mar Country Club once a month oh, and i've spoken oh. i've spoken out there a couple times before in the past there's a couple that meets downtown you know so uh -huh. you know that's that's the great thing is go network and you know go talk to the people go ask questions hey what do you, i'm getting started what should i begin and so that's the first thing go network 
And that's the biggest thing. And secondly, don't let that first myth stop you from going to the first one. Because most people, when they look at their bank account, like, I, oh, I make 20 bucks now, or I don't have any savings. I'm barely getting by and getting by. Yeah. You know, I can't do anything. Well, that's not true. You can. You can. You can go educate yourself. And like, the, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people out there that there's a, a niche called wholesaling. Okay. Wholesale and real estate where you go find a deal and a deal will put that in quotation marks because that'll vary every part of the country and, and stuff. But there's investors that like this type, those t- different types of niches. So if you find a deal or a property or an ugly you know, property or something like that, there's a lot of investors that will buy that from you. So if you get it under contract or find a deal and then give the lead to an investor who can take it down with the money, they'll pay you a bird dog fee. Maybe it's 500 or a thousand bucks or mm-hmm. Maybe if you understand what you're looking at a little bit more, you put it under contract and then you wholesale or sell that contract to another investor that comes in and pays you, you know, 1% or 3% or 5,000 or 100,000, depending on where you find the deal. And that's called flipping, you know, flipping paper, flipping wholesaling property is one of the easiest things that anybody can do. Requires really no funds whatsoever, except your time and uh, energy and going out and, and locating, you know, driving around the neighborhoods looking for dollars or, Mailing out postcards or yellow letters if you want to do that, but just going, that's one of the first things is getting educated, join a real estate investment club and start networking with other investors. Right. Wow. Now, okay. So you mentioned (laughs) rubbing elbows with these people who are potentially, you know, investors, you know, you make it sound so easy for someone like myself, who's brand new to this. Honestly, what do I... This, this just seems like a huge hurdle for me. I'm not very, you know, I don't know much about money. That I get it. That's why you got to go get educated. That's why you go network. <laughs> I know. But that's me, the first thing. Me, rubbing elbows with people who have the money. That's okay. For, for First, here's the thing. Let's go ahead and get something straight out of the way here. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is a limiting belief of most people. Like I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. Doggone it. People don't like me. Right, right, right. You know what? People don't give a rat's ass about that. You're the only person that is limited in your success. Uh-huh. Everybody's success is limited not by your neighbor, your best friend, how old you are, your parents, your 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 baby daddy, whatever. I don't none of it. Uh-huh. It's all about what you and, and Henry Ford, you know, said had a really great quote. Whether you think you can or can't, you're correct. Okay. And one thing you have to realize, let's re, let's say that again, because I don't think whether you think you can or can't, you are correct. Mm-hmm. So you might as well think you can because it's the same type of energy to believe in yourself. And if you're doing a podcast and, and coming out and speaking in front of people, even though it's in on the airways or audio or video, that's like the biggest fear is public speaking. And you're technically publicly speaking <laughs> on a regular basis, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's but true. One th- but one thing about investors you gotta realize, does their shit stink when they take a crap? Yes. It does, right? Do they wipe do they wipe their ass with toilet paper? Yes, they do. Okay. Okay. Do they put do they put on their pants or skirts or in one leg at a time? Yeah. Yes, they do. So you have to realize that everybody starts off at the same spot at some point. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I'm trying you're laughing about this, but this is the exact analogy. This is exactly because everybody that's whether I here's the here's the I've met billionaires. Mm-hmm who dress like shit. Uh-huh. I've dressed, I've met great people or people that dress like a million dollars that ain't got shit. Okay. Okay. 
Well, you have to realize people that have money, they're looking more more worried about does the deal make sense? If they're going to buy a deal from you or fund it, does a deal make sense? And it doesn't have to be you doing all the work. Okay. Real estate investing, there's vendors, there's rehab crews. In my neck of the work, we have vendors that handle all the borrower outreach when we buy debt or buy mortgages. So it's not so much about me. Is 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 does a deal make sense? Is my investment going to be secure? And can I trust the person that I'm lending it to? Oh, okay. So how do how do you suggest we stand out then if if we we want to get to know these people, get them to invest in us? Consistency. You okay. have to show up, and that's why the the first thing is, is just start going once a week or once every two weeks to an investment club meeting. You got to start. You know, you've heard the story that you're the average of the five people that you surround yourselves the most with. Have you ever heard that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody that's listening to this, think about this. What are the five people that you hang around the most? What do they make per year? What are they? What are their right. thoughts? What are their habits? If you're hanging around smokers, you're a smoker. If you hang around drinkers, you're a drinker. If you're hanging around negative Nancys, you're a negative Nancy, right? The part oh, part of yeah. investing is just is that mind shift. Like, okay, I can do this. If this j- jackass can do it, I can definitely do it. All right. And so going to these investment clubs, you start to surround yourself with people who are are the can. I can do it, not the I can'ts. All right. Okay. I love that. Everybody that's been an investor for years, they all started off in the same shoes. I don't know if I could do this. I don't understand. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Right. Well, you know what? Instead of thinking about what if something happens, well, what if something does go good instead of going bad? But that's seriously (laughs) the thing. People laugh at me because it's people like say, Scott, you should be a motivational speaker. I'm like, I'm not a motivational speaker. It's just that this is the stuff that I've read for years is, is reprogram my brain. And if you can't go to investment clubs because you work a, a, a job at night or you, you've got little ones, you can't, you know what you can do? You can go to the library. You can go to half price books. You can use the most powerful mm-hmm. tool in the world, a smartphone these days. And download books, mm-hmm. audios, and listen to podcasts, and watch YouTube videos on, and start to learn and educate yourself on what's going on in the world, and start learning strategies. And, and I'll tell you this right now: you know, you reached out to me on Facebook. You started watching some live streams, and every time you've reached out, I've responded in some sort of fashion, pretty fast, right? Yeah. Most people are most most of the people that are successful in real estate or successful at anything are glad to respond. They're the most giving of their time. Okay. They're the ones that are going to be like, yeah, hey, do this, don't do that. Okay. Do this and this, but don't do this or that. Because I did that and that, that sucked. So let me save you some time and save you some headaches. So that's that's really the next step I, I like to tell people is go start networking. Mm-hmm. Go start learning about the different niches. Ask, you know, ask the people at the investment club, hey, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. what, what deals are you doing? There's always a, um, an event at these investment clubs called Have and Wants, where somebody will give up and say, I have this deal or I'm looking for this deal mm-hmm. or, Hey, who's closed a deal. And people will get up and talk about a deal that they've closed. Mm-hmm. And so those, the reason you go to these things is just to talk with those people. Yes. The content and the education is good, but you want to talk with the people that are actually closing deals and ask them questions. And then, you know, if you have the money, it makes, makes sense at that next point to actually pay a little bit and pull the trigger to, to sign up for a three-day workshop or a one-day workshop of some sort. So you can learn the mechanics and the nuts and bolts of that specific niche, whether it's renting or apartments or fix and flipping or wholesaling or notes. Mm-hmm. That really that next step besides that free education is then to get a mentor and go for the next step. 
Yeah, that's some great advice here. Let me, you know, I always have to sit down and write things out when I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm like, I, I thank God I'm recording this because I'm just like, talk so fast. I can't write you know, fast it, enough. It's that, it's that Southern boy in me there. I know, know I, I know. And you get so excited, which is what I love too. You know, I'm a single mom and I'm just starting out on my own. You know, I shared with you that I don't have the money to invest, but this gives me a lot of confidence now for people who maybe have invested in real estate. You know, are there any sort of pitfalls that you might? um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're laughing. (laughs) Here's a pitfall. Here's a pitfall. Thinking you know everything. And I made that mistake early on as an investor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I grew up in South Texas, down a little small town called Ingleside, Texas, down near Corpus Christi, you know, mm-hmm. where Selena's from. Maybe people know who Selena is, right? Yes. Got a chance to meet her when I was younger. And Ingleside, small town, 3,500 people. Dad owned the local hardware store and then the little craft store. My mom was a nurse for years. And so we didn't come from a lot of money. I mean, we, we, we were fine. We were middle class, I guess, by most people. So, but dad never invested in real estate, so buying their main home. And so mm-hmm. when I got through college and graduated from college and, and married my college sweetheart, you know, we were looking at buying a house and we had good credit and we were able to get in with basically just a little bit down for closing costs. We had a, a first and a second mortgage, you know, hundred percent financing. Mm-hmm. We bought a nice house here in Round Rock, Texas. And, and then my realtor's like, well, you know, it's a great time to buy. You know, you've got great credit scores. You could probably get financed. I was like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Let's try it. So we, we were able to qualify to buy two more homes. 100%. Wow. Yeah. I was like, woo, 100% financing in three houses. I was like, oh, I'm going to be the landlord. I'm going to be the next, you know, landlord here because I can fix everything because I grew up in a, you know, a, a hardware store. Like, there's nothing I can't fix. Well, then I get laid mm-hmm. off. Okay. For my job. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And my two tenants got laid off from their jobs too. So I went, we went from making six figures a year and having three, two investment properties to trying to make six mortgage payments on a private school teacher salary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole, like, uh, this is a sound that I think we made a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) Scared shitless. So I was doing, I'm sure, you know, we were shaking change out of the cushions. I mean, we had a little bit of savings, but not much, you know, because we bought a new house and had to get new furniture and bought a new truck and then then it went to shit in a handbag well luckily we were able to get rid of two of the investment properties we kept our primary property because i was doing whatever could uh, delivering for fedex during the day and then bartending at night and doing other things but luckily i you know that didn't let me stop that didn't stop me from i said okay we can do better you know i was a deadbeat bar for about a year just trying to do whatever i could well then i met a buddy of mine that i worked together he started a mortgage company and i was in you know, introduced to his guy that uh, helped him start the mortgage company, a guy named Bob Leonetti and a lady by the name of Jimmy Kayla. And they were investors and they mm-hmm. were traveling the country, country speaking all the time on these big expos and conferences. And they were fixing and flipping properties here in Austin and doing note investing. And I was like, you know what? That's what I really want to do. So I went home and, you know, told the wife I was married at the time. I said, listen, this is what I want to do. And we had just gotten our, our assets out of a sling. You know, I was, we're back, I was back in banking was making some good money there, but it was not happy. And I said, look, and she's like, well, you know, if this is what you want to do, we'll find a way to make it work. So sure enough, later, I left my job at Chase Bank and started going in two weeks. I was two weeks later. I was in LA at the LAX Marriott 
you know, listening to this guy, Ron LeGrand, speak about wholesaling and options. And then then we were talking about mortgages in front of like 1,500 people. And so mm-hmm. for four years, I, I, I had a classroom every other weekend. I had a big expo of, of sitting in the back of the room. I was a vendor doing mortgages, but I was writing copious amount of notes from the people that were speaking on stage about all these different investments and strategies. Oh, that's smart. It was smart. You know, it was a four-year basic apprenticeship I had with Bob and Jamie learning about real estate investing the right way. So I, I asked them, what should I do? I said, well, just go to the local real estate club. Go network with local people here. You'll meet investors there. Mm-hmm. You know, in San Diego, they've got they got groups just for people that have a, an IRA account. There's a there's a specific type of account called the self-directed IRA that investors mm-hmm. use to buy and lend from. And oftentimes, these self-directed IRA companies like Udirect or IRA services are out in your neck of the woods. They'll have like networking means where their clients come together and meet other investors to find deals to fund. Okay. Wow. Wow. I know it's unheard of, right? You wouldn't think about that if you didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So. That's the thing that you do is you, you go learn strategies. You start educating yourself. You turn your, you know, your pod, your phone into a, a classroom or your car into a classroom learning strategies. You buy some books. If you'll ship me your address, your mailing address, I'll ship you out a bunch of books that you can start reading. Okay. Because wow. I've got a bookshelf from my office. that's just got all these different types of educational stuff on different strategies and money and stuff like that. But that's you, you got to start learning, educate yourself first, and then going out and doing a little bit of marketing, figuring out what's working in an area, and then take the next step and, and go from there. And, and you know, you can often find accountability partners, people that are going through the same thing that you are at these investment clubs that are brand new. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like find you an accountability partner, somebody that's just as hungry as you are, and then you guys can work together, sharing load, you know, sharing the cost of loads of if it's marketing or maybe you split a workshop or you say, Hey, you go do this and I'll do this. And and we'll come together and work together. That's one of the great ways that I got started because that's what I did. I didn't have any money and we were doing good mortgages, but I partnered up with my buddy Boyd. He provided the money for earnest money checks when we were buying a house. And I found this great deal that I put under contract for a hundred bucks and I flipped it. We made 40 grand on a hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's not bad. I can make this happen. (laughs) You know, I love your mindset. You're always so positive about this stuff. I, I, I listen to this and I just trip out. I'm like, wow, you're just making ha- money hand over fist. Well, that's not so, always the, I mean, you have up, you have good deals and you have bad deals. Not every deal is a home run. You know, right. I've had deals where we lost a quarter million dollars on 10 assets that we had, to, we took care of our investors and paid back, you know, a quarter million of our own funds. But when I started, oh, I when I was out starting off, I didn't have one. So I, I did deals like, like options where I would put property under a contract for like a hundred bucks. And I had 30 days to find a buyer who would pay more than what I had that price negotiated at. Okay. And oh, we just went around and we found this property that needed some work. It was on the foreclosure list. And so we talked to the guy, his name was Sash. He's a, a big drummer. He had these dreads that went all the way down to like his knees. Okay. And he had this house in Austin. And he owed like 190 on it and it was going to foreclosure. It was worth like 290, 300, but he didn't have the money to pay the 20 grand in back payments. Neither did I, but so let, let, hey, let's put in a contract for what you owe. Let's see, get you 10 grand on top of it, but give me 30 days. Well, I found a guy that would come pay, give me 40 grand cash for it because there was that much profit that he was going to make a good return on investment for paying the 40 grand to me and then the 10 grand to the owner. And you're in an area of San Diego and in California that you see a lot of those higher price deals that can make things happen. Wow. 
Wow, that's amazing, man. I'm going to have to look into this. Thanks so much for everything. I know you don't have, you know, you're really busy. And, um, you know, we, I probably took up so much of your time, but um, thank Hey, you, you don't, here's a second, don't, don't be turning this. If you've got a few more minutes, we can talk longer here. Okay. Let me, let me give you three different, let me give you a, a couple different books for people okay. to read. How about we do that for your audience? Okay. All right. Yeah. So a, a must read is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich. Okay. That's number one. That's been around since like the 1930s. Okay. Still valuable today. Okay. The second book. You ready? Uh-huh. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, I'm reading that right now. Okay. So, yes, you understand the value of it. Uh, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter. Sharon Lecter is a co-author of that. Uh-huh. Sharon's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, right. really? <gasps> I've, had, I've had her on my podcast before. Uh, oh, and, that's amazing. And, 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 and spent time with her in San Diego at an event, actually. That's where <laughs> I met her, actually. And then you've got the third book I would read would be, um, God, there's so many of them. But I would, if you want a really good one, uh, go read a book by Seth Godin, G-O-D-I-N, called Tribes. Tribes. Tribes, like a a tribe, like an Indian tribe, you know? Like tribes. Oh, okay. Tribes. It it talks about how the fact that we all these tribes, either people we work with or a PTA or your family, friends, whatever, drinking buddies, bowling. We all have tribes and they're all looking for leadership. And if it's, if you should be a leader and, and lead your tribe to some sort of fashion. And you are doing that right here with your podcast. Melanie, you are a tribe leader for those that listen to your podcast. And, and for those of you that are listening, you love what she's doing. We all know it's great stories that she just bears her soul, probably a little bit more than she should, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you love what she's doing here, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that review and leave a five-star review. Cause we, as podcasters, we always love to see that from our listeners base and you know melanie's doing an amazing job for you if you're listening on a regular basis <laughs> just do that seriously she she'll get a big kick out of it and uh, it, it, i would i know you would so those three books i think should be required tribes think you grow rich rich dad poor dad if you got time the fourth one will be the richest man in babylon okay okay yeah oh man thanks so much again scott for being on my podcast i always learn so much from you whenever we talk thanks again man i really appreciate everything well you bet you bet you better message me your mailing address so i can ship some books out seriously you i will? will ship you a library of books out. i'd be glad to do it glad to send you some books and then what you can do is as you read them you can pass them on to your listeners how's that sound yeah for sure we'll do some uh free giveaways that'll be great and then um if you want to know any more information on scott where can we find you Really easy. If you go to weclosenotes.com, okay. that's the main website, weclosenotes.com. And of course, we've got the we got our podcast or classes there. If you like listening to podcasts, then check out the Note Closers Show podcast. It's on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can listen on the website or uh, follow me on YouTube at weclosenotes.tv. That'll take you directly to my YouTube channel, which is over 1,500 videos, podcasts, webinars. Uh, I'd love to give your audience a free gift, though. Would that be okay? Yeah, that would be awesome. If they go, I, I teach a an intro class to note investing, and we kind of call it the Cliff Notes: How to Get Started as a Note Investor. And that's what I do: is I buy debt, I buy mortgages from the banks at big discounts, and then we work to modify the loans for people who haven't paid their mortgage in six months to six years. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like if you, you ever see the movie The Big Short. No. 
Okay, that's required watching the big short. The big short. It's got you like Christian Bale. Yes. Ba- Christian Bale, come on, American Psycho, Batman, yeah. the mechanic, all right, great actor. Steve Carell from The Office, you know, the 40-year-old virgin. He's co-star Brad Pitt's in the movie, too. It's a great movie. Okay. I, I, it, if you watch The Big Short, I kind of do a little bit of what Christian Bale's character does in that movie. Okay. okay. I think you can download it off of Netflix. I think I saw it on there the other night. But it's a great movie. If, you go, if you're interested in learning more about how to be a note investor, how to become the bank, uh, which is what I do a lot of times, if you go to noteweekend.com, mm-hmm. noteweekend.com, and I haven't even set this up. I'll have it set up in like next five minutes here for everybody. But if you go to noteweekend.com and click on the information to RSVP, it'll pop up a screen. If you type in the code, let's do, let's just say Latin, L-A-T-I-N. <laughs> Use a code Latin. It'll give you the, the class for free. And it's usually 99 bucks, but it'll drop it down to zero for you. Oh. And you'll get the replays. That class is a great kind of starting class to, you know, to show you. We talk about how to find deals from banks, how to raise capital. I'll show you how to find investors in every county, and then we show you the different extra strategies of what we do. But it's, it's it, you know, it's, like I said, it's only ninety nine bucks. You get a bunch of bonuses and replay videos and other things in there for free. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds amazing. Thanks so much, Scott. You know, you're always so funny and you're damn entertaining, man. And you always empower me so much when I talk to you. Thanks again for being on my podcast. Well, I appreciate it. Glad to be here. This is now, <laughs> we're not done yet, though. You got homework. More? I feel like I'm in front of Oprah. You got, you got, you got more now. You get it. You get, you get, you get homework. You get homework. You get homework. <laughs> I, I want you to promise me. Okay. Let's do this. Let, let's set a challenge for everybody here. Let's do a challenge, but okay. you'll we'll help we'll help you buy your first investment property or do your first investment deal before the year is up. Oh, okay. All right. I want you to write that down. I want to do my first real estate investment deal before the end of the year. Okay. Before December thirty first, twenty twenty two. Okay. And so I want you to write that. I want you to take a picture. You hold the paper and send it to me. <laughs> And I'll, like I said, give me your address. I'll send you a bunch of books and I'll help hold your hand through some stuff. Okay. Oh, thanks, Scott. Oh my gosh. You're always, you're so helpful. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I'm only where I'm at because I've had great mentors and great coaches along the way. And I've had a great support staff. I could not do what I do without my, my significant other, Stephanie. She's uh, my rock star, uh, keeps me in line, mm-hmm. even when I don't want to be in line. And, uh, you know, you've got a, a, a big why that it's holding you accountable and responsible too for what you want to accomplish too, right, Melanie? I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. (laughs) Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I appreciate you so much. Thanks again, hon. Anytime. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at AventurasTalesOfALatinMommy.com or look in the description of the podcast for more information.